Welcome to Character Debates. I am your host, Michael Harrison, and today we are talking about one of the most revered and reviled cities in the world, Boston. It's a love it or hate it kind of town. Boston's a city that's achieved some monumental accomplishments while simultaneously breeding some of the worst humans. In a time when America might need to rehabilitate its image, we have a Boston Red Sox fan here today to debate a New York City taxicab driver on should Boston be removed from America. Standing up for his hometown, we have Johnny Sudbury. Hey, Johnny, how you feeling today? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm excited. Somebody's got to stand up for the greatest city on earth. Yeah, that would be, you think that's Boston? Yeah, I mean, is that even, is that what we're debating? Yeah, 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 Boston's number one, sweetheart. All right, well, your opponent doesn't think so. All the way from the Big Apple, let's give a warm welcome to Tony Rigg. Boo, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, come on, man. This is it. This is insane. I, I don't know how you can even debate. This is like uh, pizza versus clams. I don't even know how we're doing this. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'd go for your mother's clam any day of the week. Oh! <laughs> All right. To, to judge this epic match, we've brought in uh, literally the most patriotic American, uh, I'd say, in the history of the world. All the way from Big Beaver Lick, Kentucky, let's welcome Winston Dirthill. Welcome to the pod, Winston. Thank you for having me here, Michael. I think I am the perfect one to judge this contest because not only do I love America more than anything in this entire world or universe or even parallel universes, you understand, uh, I have never been to nor have I really heard of New York or Boston. So it's a complete clean slate for me. Really? Yes, I've never had clams or, or pasta. I, I, it's, I, I don't need anything that's not deep fried. Okay, so what, uh, what's your view of patriotism? Patriotism, I think that this is the greatest country on earth, and I, I'm Winston Dirthill. If you, anyone who says anything otherwise, I will fight them on the beaches and on the streets and in the parking lots of Walmarts and Cracker Barrels and even Kmarts. I will fight them anywhere. Dude, okay. I, I like this guy. Yeah, he does yeah. sound very American. Okay, I think we got the right judge for this one. Uh, let's start with opening statements. All right, Johnny, you want to begin? Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take it on, uh, open it up. Why not? Uh, the same way Boston did this entire country, mind you, open it up, get okay. it started, get everything going. <laughs> Boston is the reason that America exists. Boston is where it all started, man. Everyone can say, ah, they landed in Virginia and Florida and all this crap. It's not true. Boston's where democracy started. Boston is where everything comes from. There's so much passion in that city, the best food on earth. And you, you like to say, oh, it, it gave birth to like terrible people. What are you talking about? This is this is Boston we're talking about. These people are passionate. They're lovely. They're hot. They're hot. Have you seen the chicks out of Boston, dude? Oh my god! I mean, can you say no to a girl with a with a Red Sox hat on, a ponytail ticket out the back? I mean, what are we talking about here? Uh, yeah, I'm very pro chicks, Michael. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, buddy. It's my opening statement. Uh, <laughs> It's my all right. So, like I said, the food, the land, the people, the government—just the fact that we founded this country. I mean, what else is there to say? Boston's number one. It's here to stay, and in fact, it's acted as an example for most of the other cities in this country, including New York. Wow. Go ahead. All right, what Tony. Say that, Tony? Oh my yeah, God. Tony. What's your opening statement? This is, this is unbelievable. I mean, if, first of all, Boston does not lead the. Boston is the twenty-first biggest city in this country. Twenty-one. You know what number one is? 
New York, and 21. You know what that reminds me of? 27 World Series for the Yankees. What did you get? Three in the last 20 years? No one gives a shit, okay? <laughs> okay. Goodwill hunting sucks. All uh, right. And Jesus. yeah, I mean, look, Boston is just full of a bunch of stuck up Harvard people who don't know shit from shit. And it's a bunch of, you know, oh, look at me. We like clam chowder. We have, New York has everything in the world, and Boston chicks are disgusting. <laughs> Okay, can I jump in? Tony, I'm actually going to fact check you for your opening yeah, statement. Yeah, fact check him because this kid's out of his mind. <laughs> I mean, Boston professional sports teams have actually won 12 championships across four different leagues since 2001. That's right. They don't call us title town for nothing, baby. And New Yorkers uh, have got four, and you have double the presence in almost uh, in three of those four leagues. Yeah. So is there any animosity then you're saying towards their athleticism? Let them live in the past. Let them live in the past. <laughs> if, if we're only measuring things after 2001, sure, Boston's got a little bit. But we go back to fuck Mickey Mantle. You ever heard of him? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, he knows more about baseball than you know about uh, Dunkin' Donuts or whatever bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right. I know everything about Dunkin' Donuts. Really? Okay. But Dunkin' Donuts is like, isn't that a pretty frequent <laughs> pit stop for like a lot of taxi cab drivers, right? Like you have to get... Donuts and coffee. That chain, you're right, started in the suburb of Boston, but doesn't it, I don't know, doesn't it make your job more tolerable, Tony? Don't you think you should be praising Boston for that? Look, out of respect to my New York Yankees, I won't set foot in the Dunkin' Donuts. I think it's trash. I get 7-Eleven nice coffee like a real man, okay? That's what I do. See, I can respect that decision. At least the guy's loyal to something, you know? But But at the same time... 7-Eleven? What are you, fucking kidding me, kid? They got everything. Yeah, they got everything. Yeah, let me tell you. Fucking 10 cent syrup shots, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's No, it's great. You can get a hot dog and a coffee for 89 cents. You ever try and buy a scratch off at Dunkin' Donuts? Go in there, ask. See what happens. Yeah, I bring my own scratch offs to Dunkies. What are you talking about? This guy, see, you can tell he's never been. Listen. They like to live in the past. We to go back to the sports teams. They, yeah. They'll they'll say, "Oh, the Yankees won twenty three titles." Yeah, you know when it started, kid. Back before your grandfather was walking. I mean, yeah. there were, there were, people were throwing thirty five miles an hour off the mound back then. Interesting. Wow. First off, Winston, uh, do you guys have a Dunkin' Donuts? Yes, we do, Michael. We do have Dunkin' Donuts in. Kentucky, I was actually conceived in the bathroom of a Dunkin' Donuts. I will give Boston <laughs> points for Dunkin' Donuts. That's okay. God bless Dunkin' Donuts, Michael. All right. Well, if Boston thinks it's so patriotic, why are they named after a town in England? Like even you, Johnny Sudbury, your last name comes from an English settlement. I don't know. Why would we name ourselves after British cities? It's called victory. It's called flexing on those weirdos from across the pond. <laughs> That's what happens when you win. You take the name, you take everything they got, and you make it your own. I do like culturally appropriating England, Michael. I'm even using their language right now. Suck on it, English. Wow. Yeah. Okay. This yep. is more, you know, another, another Boston guy talking about his father. This is unbelievable. This is all. You're all too big for your britches. You know, I'm a yeah. self-made man. Uber came in. They tried to take me down. They said, you're out of this game. I said, no fucking way. And I still pick up people from Queens to Staten Island every single day. That's a beautiful thing. The guy likes to pretend he's original. You want to know what the first thing in New York is? No. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Where's the original York? Does anybody know? I don't even think there is one. It's probably some shitty little island that everyone gives it. I, I, we'll do the new one of that. Yeah. Terrible York, terrible New York. There it is. The original York is the guy in Radiohead, Michael. He's the lead singer. He's not a dog. Well, wait, isn't the state New York? So there's two New Yorks. There's the New York City and the New York State. Yeah, Where's it's the... New York. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. new. Okay. You're, you're still named after something. 
All right. <laughs> Couldn't even come up with something original. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's that, but it's the new one. It's like, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's true. And York would be an English uh, English town as well. But that's how they changed it. At least they, they added a different word to it. You stuck to the English word. We took it with force. <laughs> These guys were like, ah, we'll respect their wishes. Yeah, we'll call it the new one. We like it. Hey, screw that. We won. It's mine now. I'm right. Boston. Wait, anyone ever heard of the Boston UK? <laughs> Crickets, people. Nobody. Exactly. Go ahead and have a visit. You'll have fun. All right. Well, let's let's tie this in then, because one of Boston's proudest moments was in the 1700s when they dumped tea from a British cargo ship because they didn't want to pay more taxes. Yeah. You guys started a war, ended up not having to pay taxes. So, I mean, kudos there. But in order to do that, you dressed up as Mohawk people so as not to be identified. That's right. Uh, that's equivalent to blackface. Do you think trying not to pay taxes is worth such cultural appropriation? And shouldn't Boston Tea Party rebels have been canceled? All right, first of all, I might sound a little cliche when we go here, but it was a different time. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could dress up as Mohawk people back then. And look, it's not, it, don't, this isn't me. All right. Look, I'm fucking 27 years old. It's not me. I'm not the fucking guy. All right. But listen, yeah, of course. Taxation without representation. You want to know what that started? That started the entire revolution that created America. Was it worth it? I don't know. Can you go down to the coffee shop and get your cup of coffee from 7-Eleven? Who's to thank for that? Me and my people throwing tea in the harbor back in fucking 17, whatever you said. But don't you think your ancestors are monsters? Sometimes it takes monsters to create a little bit of something. I mean, no country was founded cleanly. Name me one country that was founded just by chance. With no sort of uh, upheaval, no sort of war, no sort of, it doesn't exist, all right? We had to take action. We had to get those redcoats back mean, to where wait, they wait, came wait, from. Wait, what about Canada, <laughs> where I'm from? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry about the Canadians. That's right. How is everything going with the Native Americans up there? You guys still living <laughs> up Yeah, I forgot. It's the same shit, Michael. It's the same shit. All right, first of all, I mean... <laughs> Sorry. All right, go ahead. Can I can I just say it makes sense that you got rid of your tea because you, you every Boston motherfucker I meet is low tea. I'll tell you that much. Oh, you kidding? And, me. And the second of all, the only the only Mohawk people I pick up are at CBGBs where I used to drive cabs in the seventies because I've been around for much longer than you, young stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. Sure. Old timer cab driver. Sure. How was gas back then? Thirty five cents a gallon. Jesus Christ. The only tea we have in Kentucky is Mister T. Uh, I actually got in trouble for dressing up as that Mohawk person. Uh, that was you? I saw that picture. Yeah. It was a different time. It was 2018. <laughs> totally agree. Anyway, next question. <laughs> Let's just move on from that. No, because I, I still want to focus uh, a little bit on your oh, history sorry. because yeah, no, uh, Kentucky, you know, Winston's very uh, patriotic about his history. Uh, the, the governor was at that party. The attorney general was at that party. <laughs> we were all dressed as Mr. T. Michael. It was a different time. We're not going to talk about that. Don't worry, Winston. What I, what I want to bring up is that Boston actually canceled Christmas from 1659 to 1681. Like, this is a city that... that the war on Christmas has been going on since muskets, Michael. That's right. Oh, yeah? So you don't like Christmas either, Winston? No, I'm pro-Christmas. I hope the war on Christmas goes in, in Santa Claus's favor. Oh, so your judge is pro-Christmas. What are you going to answer to that then? So we, what, so we canceled Christmas in the 15th century? Yeah. yeah. One of them. Probably because back then people were religious, right? They wanted to make sure that the, the, the Lord was being upheld during these times. And I don't know, maybe there were some bad Christians out there. Maybe there was everybody was on the call list that year. You know, maybe, maybe they weren't acting right. And in order to make sure that we maintain the high level 
of Christ and Christmas, right, Kentucky? Love that. <laughs> We're going to make sure that we hold off. Let's get it straight. We don't want to be celebrating Christmas for the wrong reasons. Let's pump the brakes and let's get it right. I mean, that's, that's straightforward. We can't go wrong there. Ronald Reagan and Jesus are Kentucky's two favorite Americans, Michael. Oh, wow. Okay. Reagan's a quack. Yeah. All right. Uh... <laughs> What do you what do you say to that? Does New York New York has always been a fan? New York Christmas. is Christmas. Rockefeller Center. Ah, uh, yeah. The big tree, the ice rink. That's what Christmas is. Yeah, he's got yeah. a good point. Yeah, Christmas about traffic's traffic yeah. and making a mess in the street and having to nobody clean it up. Right, that's what it's all about. Filling the streets, big tree. That's what you got. That's your big move. You want to know what we got in Boston? The Blue Hills, sweetheart, right outside the city. Tons of big trees out there. Decorate all you want all year long. Okay, but listen, Johnny. There's one tree in the city, and he's celebrating it. What do you want from me? I mean, there's one tree. And he's like, oh, look, we got a big tree. It's like, yeah, you had to bring it from fucking New Hampshire. <laughs> All right, Johnny. You're like, you're acting like Boston is, is so fun, but, like, you guys close your bars at 2 a.m. and forbid happy hours. That seems very prudish for the city of Alphas. New York's partying until 4 a.m. Don't you feel a little jealous? Yeah, honestly, that is a problem. Uh, but here's the thing. What, what that does is it's all about a free market, right? You close the bars at 2 What's going to start up after? Do you think people are going to bed at 3, 4 in the morning? No. You're coming over to my place. You're paying me two fifty a beer. And we're going to rage until the fucking sun comes up. Look, it's called capitalism. It's called it's called creating opportunities. And that's what I do. That's what Boston's all about. It's a city that started opportunities for this country, and it continues to do that. I mean, they don't let the bars monopolize the alcohol consumption. I get to make a little cash on the side, too. What's the problem? Okay. I mean, um, I'm not going to lie. Your, your vernacular is... <laughs> Vernacular is so aggressive. Sorry, am I cursing too much? Is no, that not right? that. I'm, I'm like a sorry. rager and everything. That reminds me, because what, you call parties rippers, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You want to uh, come over and throw a ripper at my, pot, at my house after fucking, you know, 2 a.m. in the bar's close? Sure thing. All right, I got one uh, one big stereotype. Let's let's just talk about it right now. Uh, Boston is known for saying wicked pissa, which uh, to a Canadian like me seems like it would be a bad thing, but it actually means awesome. Yeah, that might be the worst way of verbalizing that sentiment. Don't you think it makes a classy place like America look dumb? No, it's all about taking the things that you think are negative and turn them into a positive. I mean, it's about reclaiming, you know, it's the same thing with calling our city after a place in the UK. We we earned it. We took it. The whole witch trials things. That was pretty bad, right? That's New England. It's not in Boston. That was our cousins to the north. Bunch of weirdos up there. <laughs> wicked witches. We take that and now it's wicked. Wicked's good. You take a bad thing, you turn it good. It's about t- it's, it's it's seeing the bright side of things. You know? And that's what we don't do enough in this world today. And I'm talking to you, Kentucky. That's what we don't do enough. We got to take the dark side and turn them into a bright thing. Don't you think so? Absolutely. We do not like wick- witches in Kentucky, Michael. Damn right. <laughs> and as far as rippers, Jack the Ripper was my favorite serial killer. Why? Because he only killed the British. That's right. <laughs> He's a good mean, guy. This is, this is, all right. That's, that's fascinating. Don't you think, do you really think it's that elegant? I think uh, can I go to Tony on this? What do you think? I think you're destroying our beautiful language and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this. I think we need to get rid of the Salem witch trials and start doing the Boston bitch trials for every guy like you that tries to ruin my beautiful country with their bullshit. Yeah, sorry. I guess saying wicked's the worst thing he's ever heard as a New York City taxi driver. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> you, probably, you get sworn at in fucking eight languages by the end of the day. <laughs> All right, Tony. Uh, that's interesting. Let, let's uh, follow it up with this then. I looked it up. Boston area has 35 universities, and some of them are very, very prestigious, including Harvard. Wouldn't you be worried that the national IQ might go down without Boston? I mean, 34% of Americans believe in ghosts. Do you want that number to be higher? I think ghosts are real. I've driven one in my cab before, but that's like for a different day. <laughs> Look, I, I think these Boston schools, they're all full of hoity-toity. You know, my dad took, got me into Harvard, and now I'm racist, and now all this bullshit. You know, New York has so many good schools. Hunter. 
SUNY, you know? That's better than Harvard, where I'm from. SUNY, isn't that a racial slur? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the Sunnis and the Shiites or something like that? Sorry, I don't want to be disrespectful. <laughs> Only if you use the hard I at the end of it. Is that what it is? All right, sorry, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, let's turn the spotlight here on a quick second. Boston's commonly called Massholes. But recently, a poll revealed New York City was the rudest city in America. So what does give you the right to judge their behavior? There's a difference between, you know, Boston, Masshole, and New York Root. New York Root is just being New York tough, okay? Like if someone tries to get in my cab, they're a little too drunk, I might have to say, you know, get the hell out of here, you know? But in Boston, they, they're more of a discreet asshole. You know, they're all, it's all about being too big for their britches, all this bullshit. New York is just straightforward, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. You guys are assholes. There's no debate here, right? I mean, yeah, they're upfront about it. They're fucking douchebags. They like they like swearing at you. They yell at you for no reason. They'll beep the horn the second the light turns green. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm still fucking taking my foot off the brake. Give me a fucking second here, buddy. Yeah, am I a asshole? Sure. The only reason that came up is because it fucking rhymes, right? It just sounds clever. Oh, look at them. He's a jerk. He's a asshole. Hey, New York. What are you gonna say about New York? He's a New York jerk. Like there's nothing there. You know, assholes clean. It's off the tongue. It makes sense. What are, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Am I a asshole? Sometimes. Don't cut me off. Sometimes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's about it's about bringing it out when you need to. It's Got not it. about it's, it's not, not about attacking every chance you get. It's about having it in your back pocket. Yeah. And then when someone comes up and they disrespect you, they say something. Boom. There it is, sweetheart. <laughs> right in your mother's onion. <laughs> we we've never had traffic in Kentucky, but it does sound very unpleasant. I will not take points off for getting angry during traffic. Okay. Well, Boston was voted worst place to have traffic. So yeah, do we have a right to be in the entire country? Do you know that? Do you do your research on that? Worst country in the whole. The worst traffic in the whole country. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think we have a right to be a little upset sometimes. I'm running late. Uh, I've actually looked up a bunch of your laws. Did you know that uh, apparently you have a law that states no gorillas are allowed in the backseat of cars? Yeah. It's America. I don't want to tell my gorilla where he can and can't sit. Why don't you guys believe in freedom? Well, there's something my mother used to tell me, you know, every law exists because something happened. You know, there's no rule that's in place because of a specific incident that happened. Why are there no gorillas loud in the backseat of a car? Well, let me tell you, back in the summer of 1984, all right, my father told me about this. Gorilla breaks out of the zoo, busts in to the back door of a cab. You Maybe you can relate to this. Back door of a cab, he's in the back of the cab, and he starts roughing up the driver. Starts roughing him up, starts beating him up, tries to throw him out, tries to take control of the vehicle. But, you know, good taxi driver in Boston, keeps him in the backseat, gets him calm, asks him where he wants to go, and starts driving him around and gets pulled over. Big, big moment on police. You know, they're like, what does this gorilla do? He's like, there's no law. Show me the law. Show me the law. There's no gorilla in the back seat. And then, boom, there is. I mean, yeah, sure. Is that impending some people's freedoms like the gorillas? Absolutely. I don't stand for it. However, I think it's an important thing. Every time something happens, somebody's got to put something in place to make sure it doesn't become prevalent. I mean, could you imagine if you went to Boston every time you tried to get a cab, there's a gorilla in the back seat? It'd be a pretty big problem, wouldn't you say? Sounds like your drivers don't know how to, how to control their cab. I'll take any animal in my car and I'll keep them under control as long as they're not trying to get dropped off in Jersey. That's yeah. why I always yeah, say bullshit. I'm yeah. not crossing that bridge. But you know. I'd love to see you take a giraffe with no sunroof, kid. Let's see it happen. I don't, I don't see it happening. Have people been killed by having gorillas in their cars in Kentucky, Michael? Yes. But do we ban it? No, because it is un-American. It does not say in the Constitution, I cannot have a gorilla in my car. Mm -hmm. That's right. But uh, you might want to consider only taking half points off Boston because uh, it just says backseat. I guess front seat is fine. Yeah. Show them a little respect. Okay, so it's not outlawed. It's just over-regulated.
Uh, yeah, maybe. That's why? <laughs> yeah, after that story, I don't know why then they didn't do uh, front seat. But still, same deal. It's about freedom. Well, I, some of the stunt drivers in like the town and stuff were actually gorillas, so they had to make sure they were in the front seat. Well, he did bring up taxi cab drivers, and the taxi cab drivers are here's another law. They're actually prohibited from making love in the front seat of their taxi during their shifts. Um, I guess I'll, I'll send this to Tony. How would such a law affect the taxi cab industry in New York City? Well, there's a big thing in New York. Uh, we call it Radiohead. It's like that Tom York guy you were talking about. Where it's, you can touch the radio, but you got to give me head. But that's the only kind of lovemaking I do, you know? And it's like consensual and it's good. But I'm just saying, you know, that's not the kind of thing we outlaw because New York, anything can happen. You can have a crazy night. Oh, but here's the thing. Just because it's illegal doesn't mean it's not happening. You know what I mean? You can make laws all you want. You telling me nobody smoked pot until a few years ago? I don't think so, kid. It's happening, all right? Just because it says you can't have a gorilla in the black back seat while you're getting ridden in the front doesn't mean it's a problem. <laughs> all right? Have the gorilla in the back. Have a lap dance in the front. This is America. You can do what you want. You just got to have, you know, watch out over your shoulder. That's part of the fun. You know, if you make everything legal, what's the joy? Okay. I only like getting roadhead while listening to Tom York's music with a gorilla in the back seat. <laughs> That's how I roll. Hey, Down hey. the back roads of Kentucky, <laughs> listening to Radiohead. I like this guy. With Can a gorilla. Again? I respect this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kentucky, uh, Kentucky's a whole different place. It's like a naked, lubed up circus, baby. Woo! <laughs> Actually, though, uh, what a, one of our modern day's biggest evils was created in uh, the greater Boston area, Facebook. Facebook has been proven to exasperate depression, spread false information, and make me know who Mark Zuckerberg is. This app might destroy civilization. It was originally created to help Harvard students get laid. Um, Johnny, why would America want to be associated with this kind of history? Well, you pretty much answered your own question there, Michael. What was it used <laughs> for in Boston? It was used to get laid. We <laughs> used it for good. What the rest of the world did with it is not my problem. What do you think it really exploded and started becoming a problem? Probably once it made it over to New York City. Maybe once it made it down to the South. Maybe it made it to the West. When we were using it in Boston originally, it was just for fucking. And that's it. And now everybody wants to show their feelings and their political expressions and put a picture of whatever. I don't, that's not what I'm here for. As far as I'm concerned, Facebook could have become Tinder and I would have no problem with it. I don't care what you ate for lunch, sweetheart. I don't care who you voted for. It's about... Fucking Michael, that's what the internet was made for, and that's what Mark Zuckerberg's vision was, and the rest of the world tainted it. I mean, I Zuckerberg's actually from New York. It's just, this was created in Boston. I rest my case. <laughs> I think technology should have stopped with the cash cab. <laughs> that's the height of civilization. Once we got to there, we should have said none of this computer bullshit, none of this Uber, none of this. And Zuckerberg was a good New York kid until he went over yeah. to Boston. You filled his head with all that Boston market rotisserie bullshit. Yeah, listen to him. He's still better. He didn't get cast in cash cab. You believe it? You can put LED lights in your cab. All right, Tony? You can do it yourself. Well, actually, that does make a good point, Tony. You like to drive. Uh, don't you think removing Boston would be a little difficult for certain places that would uh, that would probably need to pass through it? Like, for instance, you would probably add maybe 45 minutes to a person driving from Nantucket to New Hampshire. Is that commute worth removing Boston for? If you're driving from Nantucket to New Hampshire, I don't want to help you out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, Boston should be a leper colony, okay? It should be it should be eliminated from the map, and they can all, you know, jerk each other off, do their whole, oh, yeah, we like Ben Affleck shit. You know what? I don't want it anywhere near my country. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want to. I mean, honestly, if he doesn't want us near him, then he should be the one to move. We were here first. <laughs> move from New York City. Where am I going to live? Somewhere I don't know else? any other piece of shit city on the planet. Go to Paris. I don't care. 
Uh, let's go back to Winston for a quick sec. Winston, what's yeah. your take on all this? It's just staring off into space right now. Look at him. Right? My, I, know, right? I, I got a little. I, I did get a little distracted. I, <laughs> I got a little distracted. I, I thought I saw a deer, and I was like, I got, I got to grab my rifle that's so I can you shoot that thing. That's why you reach for the gun. I got a little yeah. nervous. I was like, yeah, did right? I say something to offend this guy? Because I love, I love Kentucky. No, right? don't worry. It's, Beaver lick. I'm I'm from the south. I'm from the south, the middle of the country. Okay, uh, showing your your rifle to people is how we say howdy. All right, that's the handshake. That's the Kentucky handshake. But that's what I use Facebook for: showing pictures of uh, women that I've laid, bucks that I shot, and telling people what's really going on with these vaccines. You know. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, all right, Tony. Boston's known for baked beans, lobster rolls, and clam chowder. Damn right. From a culinary perspective, do you think that offers value to America's reputation? Yeah, I got two words for you. Market price. That's all this book. They don't even tell you how much it costs. You want to get a lobster roll, they say, oh, it might be $27 today. I get a slice of pizza, it's 99 cents every day. That's the market. Yeah, 99 cent pizza. When was the last time you got a 99 cent slice of pizza where you like, that was worth every penny? <laughs> it's trash. It's garbage. You want to pay the market price? You want to know why? Because we got lobstermen out on the shores every day working their ass off to make sure that you get fresh lobster every single day. Sorry if that guy is not going to work for 99 cents. We pay our people a livable wage, unlike New York City. Haven't raised their minimum wage in forever. What are you getting paid now? You paid off your medallion or whatever the fuck it is, huh? <laughs> Most of it's tips. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> John, I, will get, I will give this. Uh, America is a very religiously fanatical country. Uh, doesn't that that fits Boston pretty well? Wouldn't you say, Tony? Yeah, it's all these Irish cats. They, they they're so busy looking at pictures of John F. Kennedy, they don't have time to look in a mirror and clean the hair out of their eyes, get the Boston Red Sox cap on right. I'm so sick of this <laughs> Irish Catholic shit. We had real religion. We got everything in New York. We got churches. We got temples. We got mosques. This is where you can find any god you want. Okay, and my god, Rudy Giuliani. Go on. Good for you. Good for you. Rudy Giuliani. What a guy to worship, huh? He hasn't been in the news lately, has he? We'll, we'll skip that part. Listen, uh, yeah, is Boston. Boston was founded by Puritans. I don't know if you guys know that. That's the purest form of uh, of Christians that you can have. They're the one that founded the area. And then uh, from there, I mean, like I said, this is where democracy was born. This is where this is where the original idea of revolutionizing what America is started. And what's a big founding part of America is religious freedom. I mean, just because you got a bunch of mosques and, and temples and stuff, we got one of each. That's enough. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of Catholic people in Boston, but you want to know why? It's because it's the best religion. All you got to do is say sorry and you're in. It's fucking easy. Do whatever you want. Kill your cousin and then just say, whoops, my bad, Lord, and you're, you're in. Hey, I saw Spotlight. I know what you guys are up to. No, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of a mosque, Michael. Is that from Indiana Jones? I definitely have to veer off to a new topic uh <laughs> all right tony boston has their own dog the boston terrier it's a deformed little bug-eyed looking dog with giant ears it's a little respect no i'm just saying what it is it's known to have breathing problems it can be very gassy low iq and is slow to being housebroken it's quite visually the opposite of a bald eagle do you think this is a fair representation of Boston? Here's what I think. I think you can't even compare a Bostonian to a dog because that's an insult to dogs. Dog's a man's best friend. I got a dog. His name's uh, Derek Jeter, number two, the captain. And he's better than any Boston scum I've ever met. So you don't even compare Boston to a dog. Listen, the Boston Terrier is a better representation of what America is compared to the Bald Eagle. When was the last time you looked at your average American and you're like, that guy's majestic. 
That guy's endangered. <laughs> that guy's that guy's hunting fish out of no. He looks overweight. He's having trouble breathing. His eyes are all bugged out because he's on some sort of drug, whether it's prescribed or not. But Boston Terrier is an American. It's a very good description of Winston. Uh, I'll point that out. I have been told he's an American I, man. Look at him. I've been told that I have the face of a bald eagle of of a bald eagle in heat, Michael. Wow. All right, Johnny. This one's off to you. Uh, you guys are known as Bean Town because you produce a high volume of beans. Beans make people flatulent, which releases methane and carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and helps contribute to global warming. Sorry, global warming. So let's get straight to it. Why does Boston want to kill polar bears? All right. Well, first of all, I think that's a pretty loaded question, Michael. It seems like you already have your, your output uh, put in there. Uh, second of all, it's the same thing as the Facebook problem you presented earlier. We create the beans. Doesn't matter what the rest of the country does with it. If they're going to fight it all over the place, that's their problem. Is there a hole in the ozone layer above Boston? I don't think so. Is there a little uh, withering above New York City? Yeah, probably. I don't think beans and flatulence are the biggest problem in this country, okay? I can tell you what is. You want to know what the biggest problem in this country is? I'm waiting. New York City. They're creating carbon dioxide, cars idling all day long, sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic, going up into the air. All these businesses. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Didn't Boston, Boston have the worst traffic? I didn't say the worst traffic. They still got traffic. There's still cars idling yeah. in the streets. They got more buildings, no, more people per capita. We do. We do. We got the worst traffic in the fucking planet, Michael. But these guys <laughs> yeah. are all, they got, what, four times the amount of people all on a smaller square of land? Huh? You couldn't expand a little bit? You have to all be there. I bet you if you look at some sort of scan, whatever, some scientist bullshit, you'd see a little hole in those on land. It's not the beans causing it, Michael. It's everything else, all right? I'm a big fan of fighting global warming. I think it's I think it's a problem. You want to know why? We're both on the water. It's both our problems. We got to work together on this thing. Who do you think is going to get overflowed first, Boston or New York? It's going to be both at the same time, sweetheart. I'll stop fighting. You stop driving your cab. Problem solved. Dustin, you think New York's bad for the environment? I got three words for you. A-O-C, okay? She's from New York. She's fixing the Green New Deal. I like her and I like Giuliani. We're figuring it all out. I got two words for you. A-C, air conditioner, all day long, all summer long. Millions of people blowing A-C, consuming power. What's the problem here? (laughs) Wasn't there some sort of memo like a month ago that they were like, turn your air conditioning off, we're going to run out of juice? That's never going to happen in Boston, sweetheart. It's called managing your your resources properly, and that's something New York doesn't do. They take and they take and they take, and they give nothing back other than a bunch of smart asses. Uh, I don't know what carbon dioxide is, Michael, but it sounds very unpleasant. (laughs) (laughs) Worst thing ever. (laughs) It's like if you, it's like, uh, let me equate it to you, like if your crops were bad that year. You know what I mean? If the if the crops were bad, if the crops were bad. You know what I mean? I I, I do hate bad crops. Yeah, I hate when I take a bite of a crop and I'm like, Ugh. that's a terrible crop. That's because of carbon dioxide, because of New York. <laughs> you guys ruined my crops. That's them. That's them. Oh. Not me. I'm fighting for you. Hey, I say less carbon, more carbonara. That's what I say. <laughs> All right. Does uh, carbonara cause more carbon dioxide? I haven't heard of either one. <laughs> the way my wife cooks it, maybe. We better be careful. We're going to start making this guy hate Italians, too. Let's just move on. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Uh, Winston, we're getting to that time uh, before they go to closing statements. Do you have any uh, Do you have any questions you want to ask them that maybe, maybe will help illuminate your decision today? Hmm. Yes. We need to figure out, should Boston remain part of the country? So I'm going to ask, what is the worst thing about Boston and what is the best thing about Boston? 
Am I supposed to do both or just the worst thing? Just the worst thing. The worst thing. I'm assuming you're going to lie about the best thing. I'm assuming <laughs> it's going to be like a bad thing disguised as a good thing. See, because that's the side of the argument that you was on. The worst thing about Boston, hands down, is the people. It's these mass holes. They, they come in here with their terrible accent. It's very offensive, just the normal ears. Yeah. And they come in, they think they're so good because of their Harvard and all that bullshit. But what do they contribute? When was the last time you read a, a Boston, Boston saves the world? No, they don't do anything. Boston sucks. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take his argument. I'm going to flip it on set. You know what the best part about Boston is? You know what the best part is? It's the people. It's the people that create the beans that you love, that go and get the lobster that you like to eat for market price. It's about the people that create the the community that it takes to in order to be tough. I mean, the best people come out of Boston. It takes a hard environment to do that. All right. And also, I mean, the, we're talking about the colleges again. You're saying Boston's never saved the world. Boston's we're creating technologies. We're creating those robots that are going to fight the Chinese when they invade. And they will. Uh, we're creating the uh uh, you know, uh, medicines, hospitals, right? Heart, that's that's best healthcare in, on the planet's in Boston. Best child healthcare in Boston's is there. When kids get cancer, where do they come? They come to Boston to get cured. Boston is saving the world. You you, you want an America without Boston? You want an America without America? I'm, if we're gonna talk about the people, I have I have to interject. Boston has the most rivalries in America. There's literally, I looked it up, there's like 10 to 15 other cities that absolutely hate Boston. It's mostly only because of your fans, That's your true. sports fans. People want to be, it's, it's, it's tough. <laughs> you know, it's tough to, to look, wake up in the mirror and realize who you want. You, you even hate Montreal because of the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, of course. It's, I mean, they're, they're going to come down here and try and fight my guys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a problem. I mean, that's what Boston's all about. It's about sticking up for your own. And eventually, we'd like to see that everybody becomes one of our own. But right now, they're just fighting against us. The, the less you resist, the more you want to come in, the more you get out of Boston, sweetheart. Okay, thanks. Sorry to call you sweetheart. I'm I thought sweetheart. I was sweetheart. You're all sweetheart to me. I'm, you're, you're nice guys. You are. You are. You're a hardworking guy. You think I don't like you? I just hate your city and where you're from and everything you like. <laughs> all right. Well, and I think I, uh, I have to admit, this has been so informative. So let's go. just go straight to closing statements and, uh, and hear how you guys are going to wrap up your arguments. So we're going to head over to Tony. Tony, you can start this one off. First of all, every everyone who grows up in Boston, they say, oh, it's a great city. And then you know what they do? They move to New York to have a real life because Boston isn't real. It's just a tiny little place, number 21 in the country, and there's no nothing going on there, okay? New York has 8 million people, 8 million stories. Boston's got, what, 500,000 clam lovers, some of this bullshit. And so take Ooh, as a Dunkin' side, Donuts. Ten, uh, as a side, 10% of their population is students. 10% of students who are going to go and get a job in New York where the economy <laughs> is, okay? They're not going to be yeah. They're not gonna be working at the Prudential Center or whatever, TD Bank North, any of this shit. So Boston doesn't need to be part of this country because it's just an incubator. It ain't nothing. New York is real. New York is the world. Goodbye, Boston. Red Sox suck. Wow. That, that was pretty epic. I like that. All right, yeah, that's actually really tough to follow, Johnny. Is it, What's your closing statement? Is, it, is that hard to follow? I mean, this guy's answering his own questions. It's not about where you end up in life. It's a journey along the way. I think that's what we can all agree on. Where do we all end up in life? We end up dead. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. <laughs> none of you people, nobody, none of this country would be what it is if it didn't go through Boston first. All right? You want a bunch of dumb people? What, what's an egg without an incubator? It's just an egg, sweetheart. You throw that in the incubator, <laughs> comes on back, you get yourself a chicken that makes you more eggs. 
All right. That's what it's all about. Boston's the best incubator on the planet. All right. We got the best people. We got some of the best food. And we got we got just a group of people that's going to make you the person that you need to be to survive in this world today. It's not about the destination, Michael. It's not about the destination. It's about how you get there and how you're going to get there without Boston. Uh, go Red Sox. Uh, first of all, scoreboard. All right. How are the Yankees doing this year? Oh, this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this year. It's always about this year. It's never about this year with them, Michael. They're always like, yeah, but what about 97? Who gives a flying fuck? It's about this year. The Mets are going to beat your ass. Anyway, I have sorry. to admit, even the Blue Jays, I think, are doing better than you. Uh, are, we, are we worried about Tom Brady leaving? Uh, he's our kid, but of course he's going to move on. He's got to go do good around the rest of the planet. It's not about <laughs> staying in Boston. It's about creating greatness and giving it to the rest of the world. That's what Boston's about, and if you want that in America, you better let it stick around or else it's going to get dark. Wow. Yeah, no, that was a very, very good closing argument. Uh, and my apologies, but best food, all you have is like seafood and dairy. That's uh, <laughs> and beans. What else do you need, sweetheart? <laughs> what else do you need? Well, let's find out. Winston, what else do you need? Oh, you need a lot of things, Michael. I've never heard of New York or Boston before this <laughs> this debate. I have learned. Okay, to- wait a minute. How are you the most patriotic person in America and not know the biggest city in America? Hey, I I care about the the important parts of America, the parts that don't have coastlines. Okay, those are those are the best parts of America. I personally hope that global warming is real, which it's probably not. But I hope that it turns the good parts of America into beachfront property. I hope it takes out the coast and makes uh, Kentucky the new the new hot spot for beaches okay well it's uh it's now it's now your turn winston yeah we uh we have to find out the fate of this debate so uh who do you first off what do you think of the debate i I thought it was a very heated debate very very heated rivalry see it was it was sort of like i was watching a terrible extra from the sopranos go up against matt damon's worst character in any movie he's ever played (laughs) it was it was a battle it was a battle of wits it was a battle of will uh again i've come to hate both cities immensely throughout this entire process uh Boston probably shouldn't be part of America because, well, it's got it's got all those colleges and stuff where they take our kids and brainwash them into thinking uh, crazy ideologies like, oh, uh, uh, Winston Dirt Hill doesn't need an AR-15. Winston Dirt Hill doesn't need a tiger. Winston Dirt Hill doesn't need a flamethrower. Winston Dirt Hill needs to be vaccinated. It's it, I don't need any of that, Michael. Uh, but at the end of the day. I have to say that Boston should remain part of America. They did dump the tea in the harbor in, what do they call it, Mohawk Face? I thought that was hilarious. It was hilarious then, and it's hilarious now. It's still a good joke. And uh, again, different time, different time. Still money in Kentucky, though. Still money in Kentucky. <laughs> and to take a city and give it back to the British, that is is more un-American than strangling a bald eagle to death with Nancy Pelosi's G-string. I will not do it, Michael. I will not do it. Wow. Congratulations, Johnny. Thank you. you Thank you very much. No, I don't, I'm not sure it's for the right reasons, but I do <laughs> I do think it was. it's well fought. You're and, one uh, of the good ones, Johnny. You're thanks, one of the brother. good ones. Let's get a beer after this. You, you, you want to get a beer? Let's get a Let's beer. Get a beer. It's going to be great. Shot in a beer. Yeah. All right, Tony. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, you lost. So yeah. I guess I guess Boston stays because uh, this podcast is very well revered and, and affects policy decision. But well, thank you. Thank you nonetheless for coming out. Uh, this has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, what a great episode. Uh, my name is Michael Harrison, and this was Character Debates. God bless America.